In today's episode of the Cube Command Podcast, we're talking about the new trailer Paramount released regarding the Sonic movie, featuring his new and improved design. Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where you can chill with me and Nick as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find the Cube Command Podcast and other great shows by visiting www.techpodcast.com. Uh... Meow. No, no. We <laughs> left that. We left it in the dust because uh, Paramount, uh, last Tuesday, which is yesterday as of this recording, uh, released the second trailer for the Sonic movie featuring the new design that they kind of leaked out uh, about a month prior or a couple weeks prior. Mm-hmm. And man, is this trailer different. And, and So much better. <laughs> according to Paramount, this is the only trailer for the Sonic movie because they took down the first one. <laughs> Coincidentally. All those dislikes. <laughs> yeah, all them dislikes are in the past now. This this trailer has, I don't even know what the like-dislike ratio is, but it's uh, it's probably it's probably good, I guess. And in the trailer was so much stuff, so much new stuff. First of all, it didn't even feel like the same trailer. Like, the pacing was completely different. Um, not only did they take out Gangsta's Paradise <laughs> for good reason, <laughs> um, and replaced it with better songs that fit Sonic, it, it just, it looks better, I guess. Just, it feels like the Sonic that they were, well, we wanted. Yeah, it's, it feels like, uh, an actual faithful adaptation of the character. And it should be noted that, thank you, Mr. Tyson Hess, for, uh, Redesigning the character. I hope I'm saying that right. Tyson Hess or he Hess? I think it's Tyson Hess. Um, I think so. Yeah. The lead animator for uh, Sonic Mania Adventures, uh, Sonic Team Racing Overdrive, and uh, the the artist for some of the covers for the uh, IDW comics. He did an incredible job because they they flew him to Vancouver, uh, the studio in Vancouver, and oh wow. he, he's the one who kind of uh, sanctioned the new design, I guess. No, I'm definitely glad he did. Yeah, I'm I'm, glad I'm just so too. surprised that they were okay with that first design. Like how are they just gonna be like, all right guys, wrap it up, we did good. He's saying E. T. doesn't work as Sonic. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what does E. T. reference? Be good. Yeah. <laughs> be good. Well, I, they were good because you know, it's not every day that a studio decides, okay, we're gonna delay the movie to completely rework the design of the main character. I, that's fine with me as long as it works. Yeah, and delay it, it as it long does. as you need to. And and we're getting it in February fourteenth, and I gotta Valentine's say, Valentine's Day. It is a Valentine's Day movie. Yeah, it's weird, but come February fourteenth, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Oh, definitely. Because you know? at first, honestly, we're just gonna go see it just to make fun of it. If they were like completely well, just confirming that design yeah. but since they like, were like yeah but then now we're definitely going to go see it because it's like wow they we got even a glimpse of a uh, green hill zone we did like and it looked really good so here's the thing is that something they added um after they announced the redesign or is that was that ever supposed to be in the original movie because i can't imagine the original sonic running in green hill i don't know like at all? Wait, was one of the old posters that they had? Did it did it have a glimpse of Green Hill in it? Um, 
Yeah, it did. actually, you're right. It did. It had Sonic leaning against well, a ring, and inside the ring, you could see yeah. the world of Green Hill. So maybe you are right. Um, but again, I, I saw it on Twitter that it looks like they reused the animation for him skidding on the sand as the animation in his introduction in Green Hill. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just lengthened it to, you know, as as a little bit of fan service to Sonic fans. It definitely you know, looked really good. It did. It was very appealing to see. I, I like what they did, um, definitely regarding, like, the scenery and stuff, because, like, it looks so... It looks lush, doesn't it? Definitely. It looks like... Uh, it looks... I, I'd say, up until now, the best ever rendition of Green Hill we've got is uh, Generations. Sonic Generations. Mm-hmm. But this one completely knocks it out of the park. It blows that one right out of the water. Because, you know, it's for a feature film, so obviously the effects are going to be better than a game. But, man... I definitely like when in the trailer he does have the Flash reference. He's just reading a bunch of comics yeah. about him. <laughs> yeah, he's reading. Um, he I, it looks like you read like an entire collection of them. Honestly, that that makes sense. Honestly, like when you think of it, like fellow speedster. Yeah, fellow speedster. <laughs> like Flash is like the epitome of a of a fictional speedster, right? Yeah. Like when you think of someone running fast, first thing you think of is the Flash, right? So. Who? Yeah, you're oh, right. No, <laughs> um, but it, it makes sense if Sonic was in the real world, he he kind of gravitate toward that character because it's like, oh, they have a concept of speed in this world too. You know, I I can get down with that. Now, how do you feel about Robotnik or well, Ivan or however they call him? Ivan. Oh, Ivo Robotnik. Yeah. Uh, I I I mean, you know, it's Jim Carrey. Um, <laughs> they they couldn't have picked anyone better for the role, I guess, because. Eggman is a very eccentric, loud individual, and uh, I, I don't know, like, obviously it would have been awesome if they got Mike, got Mike Pollock to do it, but he's he's not really someone who does a lot of live-action acting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more so, um, he more so gravitates toward voice work, so I can understand why they want to go for, like, actors and stuff, especially big-name actors who draw in more audiences, um, because there's a good portion of people who are watching it just for Jim Carrey, just because they like his other stuff, like like the mask and Grinch and whatever. Um, but I, I think he's okay. You know, he's he's not the Eggman we're used to, but this is kind of an origin story, and we're going to see him don the red, the ball cap, the mustache, the red clothes later, so. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, I, I'm okay with it. It doesn't ruin the movie for me. Like, I can believe it. Now, so far from the trailers, how did those action, the little, little glimpse of those scenes look? Because they look pretty good. Which one specifically? Uh, well, there was a scene that uh, earlier from that we saw where it was like uh, an explosion. He slid underneath a truck, probably a transfer truck. Explosion oh, yeah. Right underneath it. That one was pretty nice. <laughs> this is a sliding animation from uh, Colors. I think that was. I think that's what it's a reference to. Actually, Tyson Hess did say on Twitter that um, before he left the studio, he did ask them to put a couple Easter eggs for the fans. So if you see that that scene where he's in the hotel, um, like balancing on the uh, the shelf, uh, that's a reference that he has him to put in. And then I I you know when you bring it up like the slide, um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not another one he put in because there's there's probably going to be a bunch of Easter eggs given that they had a Sonic fan helm the new design. Um, but the action scenes themselves they 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 look okay. Um, I'm. I mentioned to you before, before we started recording, that I am a little puzzled by their choice to give him the 
the electric effects. Because Sonic is not known for his electricity powers. Like, not really, no. At all. Um, so I, I'm not sure why they put that in there. What are your thoughts on that? On that, I mean, they're just trying to come up with something that'll relate somehow to real world. Well, you mean, of, like, well, they're trying to keep away from the actual games. So they're not trying to compare it to canon-wise towards it other than where he lives. But a different aspect of how he got his powers. Oh, so like he, he wasn't... Why? Well, I don't mm, know. Maybe we don't know. Where it's just more of a guess. Is. That's why they're doing. It. That's why I'm just picking up from it. Oh, I know. I see what you mean. They're treating his speed as uh, a plot point in itself. So I guess they're making a way to. They're in in his design. They want to make a way to communicate that he has this this power that can be taken from him. So I guess that's why they use the electricity. Most likely, Sev. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I still think they could have worked with the whole Chaos Emeralds deal with this. I think that would have been better. Like, hey, you have these. They're trying to take the rest of them, all seven, and use that power. Well, I think see, that probably would have worked other than him trying to take his power. Well, then it would fall into the, the realm of MacGuffins that movies use way too much. Like, we have to get this thing, and this thing can destroy the world. But then again, that's also what they're treating his speed like, so... yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, it, it just seems like they're um, they're they're treating they're treating his speed as more of like his defining trait, and like it is the thing that sets him apart from other characters. Because um, like when they make they're making a Sonic movie, and what's Sonic known for? He's known for going fast, right? So let's make an entire the entire point of the movie is Sonic goes fast, and people want to go fast, so they <laughs> they they try to capture Sonic. Um, I don't know. I, I can see why from a marketing standpoint, because like that's how they grab people's attention for a Sonic movie is make it about what Sonic is all about. If you get you get my gist, a I don't little know bit, if I'm explaining yeah. It very well. No, I get it. I hope some of his music will be really good. I know they they probably won't be able to use any Crush Forty. He's in pop songs, but it's like I want to hear like some good <laughs> music from him, not like some I already heard something yeah. new, something like like up to beat. You know, um, I I think it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for them to do a remix of a Crush 40 song, but only in the credits. Because there, yeah, there's, there's plenty of that. movies that have, like, some of their best songs are used in the credits and not in the actual movie. Yeah. And I think it's a shame if they go that route with him, since, like, Crush 40 is so interwoven in his identity. But if they're going to put it in, just because Crush 40 isn't, like, a big name song, it's not, like, a huge... Like, pop brand. Oh, know? no. I I can see them, if they'll do it, they'll do it. They'll put in the credits for, like, the fans who stick around during the credits or something. But oh, that's yeah. If you guys actually don't know who Chris Forty is, they're pretty much the musician to oh, yeah. create most of the majority of Sonic games. <laughs> we probably should have uh, explained that first. Yeah, Chris Forty is, definitely yeah. listen to them. The name of the lead singer escapes my mind, but uh, uh, June Sonoe is uh, the main guitarist, and... His riffs, his guitar riffs are so recognizable to me. Like, if I'm not, like, consciously looking for a Crush 40 song and, like, I hear, like, a guitar riff, I'm like, okay, that's crush. That's a Crush 40 song. Oh, wait, was that the part from uh, Open Your Heart in that the intro of the song? Which song? Open Your Heart. Like, da-da. da-da yeah, da-da, yeah, da-da, yeah da-da, the, the yeah. intro, that part, that's from him? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Crush 40 did uh, Open Your Heart. No, I know that. No, I'm saying, was that him? Oh, yeah, that was did him. that. Okay. Yeah, he does all the guitar stuff okay. for, the, um, for, the, for the music. Um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, the songs they used in the trailer weren't bad. It definitely, definitely fit more than Gangsta's Paradise did. <laughs> um, oh, we haven't actually talked about Sonic's design himself. Little chubby buddy. Uh, Sonic went through a major overhaul. Like He looks healthy. He looks, <laughs> he looks like a scrawny rat person, right? Yeah, that's the most important takeaway from this. Is that uh, you, you said it yourself? He they beefed him up, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely, because like in the old design, you guys look at him. He is like his whole body proportion is like so scrawny, especially his legs and his like. Ugh. His head looks so heavy. His it's eyes like, were fast? too far apart, small. His nose, it was like kind of like kind of blocky looking, kind of. Yeah, it, well, they were trying to do like an actual hedgehog nose, but it didn't really work. Which I don't know why. I mean, even Alvin and Chipmunk, they didn't really necessarily do the whole chipmunk aspect. Even um, the cartoony face. Well, that, that's the thing. They have to remember that Sonic is a cartoon character designed after Felix the Cat and Mickey Mouse. He's not supposed to look like uh, some alien abomination. Mm-mm. And, you know, they, they fixed it because they. I think the biggest fix they did was they made his eyes bigger. Like, that does... That, that creates such a different product. Because we can actually see his emotions now better. Yeah, he's got the, the, the eyebrows. Like, you can mm-hmm. see his eyebrow muscles moving when he makes an expression. Yeah. The old one didn't have that. Heck, I don't even think he had eyebrows. I don't know either. If they did, it was very faint. <laughs> he, he didn't He didn't emote, basically. Um, and I noticed uh, that the changes are... Not only did they make his the, the actual eyes bigger... Um, they made his head rounder. They made his pupils and his irises thicker so that you can see the green in his eyes and you can see his pupils better. Um, they made his nose smaller. And his muzzle isn't like this weird patch. Yeah. Like, it's still furry, but like... It, not, it, not crazy. It, it gives it to death. Yeah, it, it, gives, it gives him what he needs. Um, and of course, they changed his shoes and his gloves and made him more faithful. And gave him gloves, finally. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta say, I, I really love that they decided to give him gloves instead of those weird cat claws. They did keep his blue arms, which, I mean, that's totally fine. I'm not even, like, really bothered by that, actually. If we're it being fits honest, um, I, I actually prefer blue arm Sonic to regular. So, like, I, I might get some flag for that, but, like, if character design-wise, he's given the tan arms so that his arms stand out from the rest of his body. So, like, in the original game, you could tell when his arm, where his arms were. Because like when they're making when they're making a video game sprite, and you make his his arms the same color of the rest of his body, it's hard to tell where his arms are. And yeah. they gave him tan arms to differentiate. It just looks like his gloves are floating out yeah. of his chest. <laughs> but when you're doing a 3D product, it's not that big of a problem because you already can tell where his arms are because it's three dimensional, and it kind of gives him a whole coherency with all his limbs and body being the same color. I really like the blue arms. And even when Boom came out, I was like, yeah, Blue Arm Sonic, that's fine. Because, I, uh, I mean, to be honest, you don't really notice it either, like, till later or someone points it out. Yeah. Because it's like, it, you know, it's not that noticeable, but, I mean, it definitely kind of helps, I don't know, what's the word, kind of make them bold, stand out a little bit. Right. It makes, um, it, it contrasts with his gloves more, I think. It contrasts with his gloves and his, and his uh, feet or his shoes. They definitely gave him good physics within with his hair. Like it, it, when you look at it, like in, when he's running, doing all these different moves, his hair actually goes in the direction of where he's looking. I really do like that. 
Oh, you mean it, like it's very small, but it's like it, it this is a nice thing to look at. Uh yeah, right here. The shot where he's running on the wall of China. Uh he's uh yeah, you're right, his quills do kind of like like in generations when they start or colors in generations when they started making it like um bend more to the air. I can see what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And then you like kind of see like kind of individual ones just like kind of uh, flowing, moving a little bit. I kind of like that. They also fixed his mouth. Like his mouth is bigger. Mm-hmm. It's not like that weird oval thing in the center of his face that like doesn't get bigger or smaller. It's actually proportionate. They kind of transitioned it a little bit like from certain scenes in the trailers. Like his mouth would be like kind of like on like the side. A little bit really not like crazy like that. like normal like cartoon sonic how his mouth is but it's like kind of close like in between the middle and the far side and then there was one where he was like i think surprised so he made the o shape a little bit and it kind of moved over oh yeah okay i see kind of like that about. Yeah, yeah he has that mischievous smirk yeah um yeah they 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 try to keep it as faithful as possible while still making it work given that cockiness uh speaking of cockiness let's talk about his attitude expect it since it's it's supposed to be based on like his younger self right that's i i didn't mention that where um right now like the modern sonic we're used to was like boom generations uh forces where he's like sarcastic but also like kind of annoying this one he's annoying but he's more so just like bouncy and energetic he's got a lot of energy to him and i'll say he's like early teens yeah. Supposedly. About like 14, 15. Because when Sonic was introduced, that was all the marketing for him, was that he was this obnoxious, radical, loudmouth little little creature that d- did what he wanted and had fun doing it. Just full of energy. Yeah, full, full <laughs> of energy. Yeah, that was, his, that was his character in the beginning. As he went on, uh, they started making him more serious and edgy. Um, but this one actually... It's more faithful to his original pitch for the character, which was like a really like fun-loving little animal that just wants to do his own thing. Kind of like the old uh, Sonic TV shows, like the old ones. Yeah, yeah, with Julia White. Yeah, that's the ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, okay, I can see that now. <laughs> yeah, he he really does. He feels like a mix of the Ryan Drum and Julia White Sonic, like even his voice. Like, and I think that's great because like we don't get enough of that Sonic. No. I'm. I love Roger, but like, I'm I don't really like Sonic's characterization and forces in Lost World. No, nah, just like annoying. I'm still a Jason fan. Yeah, Jason was fun too. Definitely Ryan still too. But I, I grew up with Ryan. Ryan was uh, well Jason too. But in the games, uh, I was introduced to Ryan first. Ryan Drummond. Uh, so that was my favorite Sonic growing up, um, and also Julia White. But um, this Sonic really does give me that kind of vibe that's that's really the sign that everyone's like even non-gamers are familiar with they're familiar I mean, honestly, with yeah f- if you don't know who this like crazy fast blue hedgehog is then i don't know where you've been yeah because his marketing is like he's doing a little finger wag he's got the little got the little smile going on it's pretty cool i i like i like the pacing and i i'm really puzzled why they didn't originally present it like this in the first trailer i hope the movie's not too rushed no, no, definitely I not with this not. development cycle. Actually, I, I wanted to mention that there's this whole conspiracy going around on Twitter where people are like, "Oh, they released the first trailer um, as a publicity stunt. They had this tra- they had this design all along." 
It's like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> they delayed the movie. They wouldn't delay the movie if they this wasn't the original design. Yeah, because then they would have. this was the original design. In those case, they would have released the old new one, like, what, like a month later? Exactly. Something. Not like, this what, one six months? Yeah, this one took like a half, yeah, the rest, rest of the year, half of it. Because what, the first one came out, what, during the summer? I it was during May. spring. Because uh, I think the episode came out in May, so we had to have seen it by then. Yeah. Yeah, it was May. So it pretty much took like the whole year. Yeah. The whole year to redesign Sonic. And I'm <laughs> all for it. They yeah, did a great I'm, job. I'm glad they did, but I, I just wish people would stop discrediting the animators' efforts. Because like, <laughs> that's not easy to do. You can't just like, oh, here's the old design. Oh, we're just going to... Uh, release this design and then show them the bad one for for press it's like eh. yeah, that's a lot of work that is a lot of pretty work. sure they lost they lost a few you know money from that too yeah they I'm did definitely sure they did and plus they they actually made merchandise for the old sonic you know like action <laughs> figure yeah, those ugly yeah, action did. figures and the horrible horrifying costume <laughs> you don't make that for a design that's not going to be the final design so at that point in time, they had fully intended to release Ugly Sonic. I can just imagine, so, you know, like one of those action figures. It's like, oh, man, his eyes messed up. But it's like purposely, this one's just ugly. <laughs> like the bootleg Dragon Ball statues you'd find sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The, this design is split second decision change. Um, and this is one of the, the rare cases where, you know, the studio steps back and says, okay, we're going to fix it. And it, it completely does a 180. Like... Do side by side comparisons. It's so different, you know. <laughs> you versus guys. She tells you not to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> you versus the hedgehog. She tells you not to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's such an improvement, it's, and I'm actually really excited now. I am too. I I still will stand by the fact that I don't think it's going to be a critically great movie. Like I think it's this plot. The plot's still like super basic. And oh, it's going to be better than uh, the Pokemon movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well. Here's the thing: the pl- the plot is still basic, and of course, and the jo- some of the jokes might not land because they're like some of them are kind of really obnoxious. But they they put in the effort to change Sonic, and like the character is supposed to be like in your face and like energetic anyway, so it 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 keeps the spirit of the character, and it's it's going to be a fun movie. Like regardless, I can tell, like this isn't going to be a boring movie. It's not going to be a great movie. No, but you can definitely enjoy it. I definitely know I'm g- probably going to get tired of Jim's character. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. Well, we haven't even seen what Just he looks like in the end. The so. way they're portraying him, I feel like his script is going to be more like more crazy than being more intelligent, like how Eggman really is. Well, yeah. I mean, Jim Carrey's doing his Jim Carrey thing. Yeah. Being uh, uh, centric. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm okay with it and we still haven't seen the full movie, so we can't really judge it anyway. Um, based on the trailer, it looks like it's going to be a good time for, not just for Sonic fans, but just for, you know, just a regular family movie. But you, you did mention the Detective Pikachu movie and, uh, (laughs) yeah, it looked good from the get go and they had everything faithful to the Pokemon universe, but, like, the movie was nothing to be real crazy about. No. And that's kind of the opposite for this one, is, like, this movie looked horrible from the get-go, and it's slowly getting better. So here's hoping it actually is a good movie. 
Yeah, but the Sonic movie releases February 14th in 2020. Three more months, guys. Three more. Oh, man. It is Technically close. I mean, if you're going to take away November, <laughs> we got two more months. I think I think we'll probably get like one more tr- like launch trailer um, probably, before release. Probably like close to New Year's after yeah. Christmas. Probably right, like a holiday trailer. Yeah. So uh, you can find the trailer yourself on YouTube or like anywhere that anyone's posting it. <laughs> um, there's so many reaction videos and repost for the trailer and analysis videos everywhere we hope that we uh got our thoughts across as well as we could uh you can find our podcast on any great podcast app or visit our website at www.cubecommand.com and while we're here we might as well mention that i did a guest hosting on my good friend william coldwell's podcast the 21st rewrite which is a screenplay analysis show he takes the screenplays of a movie from the 2000s onward and analyzes it and compares it to the final product. And we analyzed The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey by uh, Peter Jackson, which is the adaptation of the first half of The Hobbit book by J.R.R. Tolkien. And we had a great time analyzing it. It's about two hours worth of us just talking about straight Middle Earth lore. So much fun. And I do recommend you listen to it. Um, you can find his podcast at www.the21strewrite.com or on any great podcast app just like my show. So, my name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. I want to thank you all for listening. And we will catch you next time. Nick, have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry, what's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a second. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Use our promo code CubeCommand to get your first month of hosting free. Thank you for listening.